0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the 7 Figure Flipping Podcast. This is Bill Allen. Today's podcast is all about the infinite banking concept. This is something that about, I don't know, six or seven years ago, I heard the term whole life and it just made me cringe a little bit. And you know, I met the, uh, the guest today, Tom Lonnie, at a real estate investment club here in Nashville when I moved here. And everything kind of changed when I met him. He gave me a, a book that we talked about during the podcast. He opened my eyes to it. He was actually a really, really great down-to-earth guy who cared a lot more about me than making money, and it showed. And I'm bringing him on the podcast today because I think it's really, really important, especially in everything that's going on right now. I've had uh, a lot of people that are close to me that have either you know, um, been getting a diagnosis or something's happened or their life changed or they had a family member or a friend or somebody pass away. And we're getting to the point where we really need to plan for this. Like we should be planning for this in it when we're much younger. But I, I personally wish that I dove into this strategy when I was in my 20s, not uh, you know almost 40. And uh, hopefully it helps some of you out there. You're making a lot of money, or even if you're not, there's a, there's a term policy that you can convert to whole life in the future. And I don't think there's anybody better that I could recommend than, than my friend and obviously my insurance agent, Tom Lonnie. So today's podcast is a little bit of a, a shift from the speakers and presenters at Flip Hacking Live, although he is going to be one of them. But this is something that I do think is incredibly timely and you should jump in and, uh, and book a call with him and figure out what it would look like for you. Um, and how do you build your financial fortress? Like That's the key here, right? We want, we want this financial freedom. We want time freedom. We want freedom. Some sort of freedom is what we're looking for in this real estate business. And um, this is a tool that you can use to get there. And I've been using it for almost four years now. I absolutely love it. And I can't recommend it enough. And I can't recommend Tom enough. So without further ado, we'll roll the theme music. We'll get to my interview with Tom Lonnie. And he's going to be one of the speakers at Flip Hacking Live. If you don't have your tickets yet, make sure you go to fliphackinglive.com. Grab your tickets. Uh, you'll be able to learn more about this strategy and more about all the other strategies that we're putting on that stage then. So here we go. Uh, without further ado, Mr. Tom Long.
1: My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook.
0: All right, everybody, welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited. I've got my good friend, Tom Lonnie, and I can't believe we were just talking pre-show. I cannot believe that we've never done a podcast together. Like We have spent so much time together over the past few years in Nashville. He's been my... um uh, life insurance, coach, person, uh, just all around just awesome dude for me. He's helped me grow my net worth significantly and I'm excited to bring him to you. And we're going to talk about this infinite banking strategy today. And it's something that I haven't really talked about a ton on the podcast. I know we we talked about it at Flip Hacking Live last year, but really our mastermind members are using this strategy. I've been using this strategy for almost four years and I absolutely love it. like it. It took me a while to get it. Once I understood it, it was game over. So I want to bring him and introduce him to you guys on the podcast today and talk about how you can really grow your net worth and still have the safety and security for your family all at the same time while using this one strategy. So um, we're going to dive into it, but Tom, welcome to the podcast. I'm really excited to have you.
2: Thank you, Bill. I'm very excited to be here with you. I love your group. As you know, you just have some of the best quality people around you. And I think that's what makes your whole um, organization thrive is just the fact that the people around you are so good and talented. It's cool. Well, that's it. It's all
0: about the people, right? And as a mastermind group, we really make sure that we're bringing in the right people in, and cultivating the right kind of culture and community. And you've been a part of that community for a few years. You are a member of the Mastermind Group. You just w- went on the cruise in February and have been hanging yeah. out with us for years at Flip Hacking Live last year. And it's been really cool to see how you've impacted our community uh, kind of from the inside out. And uh, it's, just, it's just amazing. So I'm really excited to, to kind of, you know, maybe like pull the curtain back from this concept and uh, sure. some people just to kind of, so they can understand it, hopefully break it down for them. But uh, real quick, before we just dive into the content, for me, I want to give a quick background. Like, I met Tom in Nashville. I moved here. I met him at a, a RIA meeting. There's a, a group called Music and Money that is here in Nashville, and I met him there. And I remember at that time, it was like whole life was kind of this thing that I was really uh, afraid of. Like, I really was kind of stiff-arming that, that uh, conversation yeah. because I had been screwed over as a young... Uh, I wouldn't say screwed over, but i have been sold on that idea and concept when I was a young midshipman and a young officer in the Navy. And um, it really wasn't the right strategy for me uh, then. And they didn't really necessarily know how to use it the way that it's used in this context. And, uh, but Tom was just a guy who would um, open up, spend his time, talk with me, and gave me a couple books, uh, gave me information, just really cared about, about me and not necessarily about him. It was a lot more about helping me and uh, getting people educated on this concept and how they can really use it and so passionate about it that um, ultimately, you know, when you decide to work with someone in anything that you do in business it's about working with that person primarily like so what i've learned over the past few years is i got I gotta know like and trust that person, not necessarily the concept or the structure and the strategy and those kind of things. So I will say that um, there's nobody better that I could bring to talk to you than Tom longney because he's uh, he's just he cares a lot more about me than he does about about himself and his his, his pay and his structure and like all that kind of stuff. It's really amazing to see that. And when you find somebody like that, you just want to kind of refer people to them and share them with everyone because he's got a wealth of knowledge, but he's also a really, really good guy. So Tom, I appreciate that really, like you've truly helped Thank myself, my family, um, the the kind of like policies that we've created for my kids and myself and my spouse are just absolutely amazing. I love it. I will shout it from the top of the mountain over and over and over again. And I know a lot of our members are the same way. So. Um, Thank you for what you do. I'm so glad that we are paths crossed. I think it was meant to be at that time. I was ready for that conversation. You came into my life and seriously changed the financial future of me and my family. So um, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about you, kind of like a quick background of how you got into this and, and what you do.
2: Absolutely, Bill. So my background is a little bit unusual in that for 29 years, I was in the music industry. And bottom line is, is that I had a, um, a policy, a disability policy that was, I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but I had a financial advisor 20 something years ago that told me I really, really, really needed this thing. And I, so I went ahead and bought it, paid for it for 20 years. And then it ended up paying off big time because I ended up losing part of my hearing and couldn't do that career anymore. So that is when I went back and got all these designations that I have now in financial services because I really wanted to help people. And I wanted to help people avoid some of the mistakes I made early on. Because I'm going to tell you right now, in several industries, music, sports, and a lot of different industries, there's a lot of people that are preyed on because they have a lack of knowledge, right? And they can just be taken advantage of. And it really... Um, is something that was my personal mission was to go out there and help people understand the difference. For example, just one thing you said earlier about whole life. There are ways to design whole life that are very inefficient and actually are really, really good for the whole life person selling you the policy, but are terrible for you because they don't really maximize the uh, cash value of the policy. And you know I just was it, it's sad that that one product, even in and of itself can be good or not so good depending on how you' structured and built. So one of the things that I really do bill is work super hard to make sure it's as efficient as possible so that you're getting the maximum value out of anything that I do. but when anyways, back to my story when I um, went back to school for five years, I decided I'm not going to go out and start trying to tell other people about it until i have a really deep understanding myself and so that is why i did things a little differently than most of the people in the financial services world in that i went and got a lot of education first before you know i told anybody about what i do so that's a a kind of a a fun little fact there um, so Tom, but so Tom's
0: I, got a bunch of, you've got a bunch of certifications, right? So like yeah. you're you a financial advisor certification. So can you go through some of that stuff just to kind of. Set yeah, the Bill. Of so the, 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 the
2: designations that I went back and got were, okay, this is funny. I started out getting a chartered special needs consultant de- designation. That's where I originally was focused and it is working on families who have a loved one with special needs. That's where I originally um, went to school to do. And then I found out after graduating from that program that you couldn't really use it without having another designation to support it. So you had to do that in tandem with another one. So that's when I went and got my chartered financial consultant designation. And that is very similar to a certified financial planner. But it adds about four courses, so almost two years of additional study on top of all the stuff that certified financial planners have to go through. And then after that, I got a chartered life underwriter, which is a really deep dive into life insurance because that's where I found my passion was helping people maximize the value of what they can get using life insurance versus traditional Traditional methods of storing wealth. So most people, as you know, Bill, don't really have that many places that they know of that you can put money. Um, They they put it into a four hundred one k and they put it into a savings account and they kind of run out after that. Well, obviously your audience knows all about um, you know doing real estate investing and that's why I absolutely love working with real estate investors because they're already Um, open to knowing what they would do if they had control of their money. And that's what I really provide is helping you guys maximize the efficiency of your money and allow you to control it to do whatever you want with. And Most of the people do real estate that that I work with. Probably 95% of my clients are real estate investors. So I understand their world and understand their needs and challenges.
0: Yeah, I think that's this really cool thing is that this tool that we're going to talk about today is an an easy way to like uh, store your capital and deploy it in the high interest and and high return, high yield stuff that we do to make this kind of arbitrage based on uh, the interest rates difference between what you're getting paid and what you're uh, what you're putting out. So um, yes. you know, you mentioned something basically short story on all of Tom's designations, right? He's an expert in financial and, and life insurance. And for me, I really try to surround myself with the experts. And we talk about, I, I talk about a lot, these like three legs of the stool that one of my coaches said, and it's that peer-to-peer network, which is our mastermind group for me. It's the other people that are in in my world that are like one up and one down from where I am, this peer-to-peer network. It's the uh, system that we run our business off of. So one system. So having a system, a process, and then coaches and mentors. And those coaches and mentors don't have to be like high-paid coaches and mentors. They could be your attorney, your CPA, uh, Tom is one of those for me. He's my like, financial uh, insurance, financial planner, my advisor. Like We talk about how, what's the smartest way for me to utilize this policy. If he's got mm-hmm. something new that comes out, he gives me a call and he says, hey, I got this idea that you can actually do this, this other thing with your policy, let's talk about it. And it's really cool that he's out there working in his area, educating himself, right? Going to all these schools, these conferences, these networking events. Learning different strategies and then bringing it back to people like me and his clients. So that's the really cool thing that I think you've got to surround yourself with the experts. You can. Tom Tom spent his time becoming this (laughs) dialed-in expert on what he does, right? So I don't have to. Like I don't have to go to all these schools. I don't have to do all these things. I can leverage his knowledge. And the same thing for our EOS coach, the same thing for my CPA, the same thing for our attorneys, the same thing for the title companies, all of those things, like utilize the experts. And that's what I missed out on in the beginning. I was constantly trying to learn everything myself. Like I was really trying to dive into these concepts to actually understand all of it instead of what, what about, why can't Tom just take us like five, 10 years of experience, 20 years of experience, and then pour it to me in an hour conversation. That's a big yeah. difference. So hopefully this hour that we talk with you, we can like debunk a lot of the myths that are happening inside of this um, yeah. life insurance type structure and give that to you right now. So, um, okay. So we got your background. Let's talk about this um, this structure of, of what you do. And I know that you do a lot of different things, but I think the best focus is probably this, like becoming your own bank, this infinite banking yes. policy
2: that we can t- talk about today. Yeah. That's great, Bill. Absolutely. So Um, Infinite banking, the core uh, of what it is, Bill, is being able to control the banking function in your life. And that is something that most people don't think about at all. They just deposit their money into a bank and then when they need their money, they pull it back out, right? But the problem with that is that every time you put money into a bank and pull it back out, you interrupt any growth potential that that money has. And if you are able to figure out a way to put money into a place where it can grow and compound for literally forever, like for your entire life, but still give you access to the money through what the, the structure is, collateralized loans. So essentially, you're using the cash value inside of your infinite banking policy. And it's very, very similar to a home equity line of credit. You're just using or tapping the equity to get a low interest rate loan. But the important thing is, is that the money inside the policy is still continuing to grow. So when I look at the misinformation that is out there, Bill, it is wild. And there's so many people who do confusing videos and they try to explain it, but they don't have a real clarity because they, I think it's because they don't understand what's really happening. One of the things that gets thrown out there all the time is, hey, you're paying yourself interest. Well, you're not paying yourself interest and that makes it sound too good to be true. But this is not too good to be true. You're paying interest when you collateralize that loan to an insurance company. And the insurance company is using that money as profit for them and you are a part owner of the company because it's a mutually owned company. And so therefore, you're getting part of their profit returned to you in the form of a dividend. So that dividend is what continues to compound and grow the policy. And you're able to use your money kind of in two places at once in a way. So it's picture a HELOC with guaranteed growth. That's kind of the strategy here. Now, obviously, if you take a HELOC, you are paying a bank the interest and you don't own the bank. So they're not returning anything back to you. Does that make sense, Bill?
0: Yeah. So let me let me make it like really simple for those that are listening. So I'll use my policy as an example. <laughs> okay. I right. have I have a five million dollar life insurance policy on myself, right? So That's if I pass correct. away today during this podcast, God forbid, then my wife will get a check for five million dollars, unless I have a loan out on my policy, which we'll probably talk about in a little bit. So it'll be five yeah. million minus whatever the loan is out on that policy. That goes to my wife and just give me the, say yes, Tom, tax-free, correct? Tax-free.
2: Absolutely tax-free, Bill. Yes. It's whatever the face value is minus any outstanding loan. So that's my life insurance
0: policy that I have. I have one with my wife also. So she has a $5 million policy on herself. And we have about $1 million policy on my, my two sons, my son, Will, who's just turned six, and my son, Lucas, who's almost three. And our son James, obviously with all of his heart conditions that a lot of you know about, uh, wasn't able to get a policy, of course. So those are what we have on our family. Now for me, let's just use my $5 million policy as an example. It has some cash value depending on what I paid into it uh, over the past four years, um, Mm -hmm. the amount that I put in upfront. So it's a whole life policy with paid up additions on it. So it's structured to have a certain amount of cash value And I make payments on that every year. I have some sort of fee uh, fee, and then some sort of kind of paid up addition that I put in there, right? So that has some cash value. Now that cash value, I can take a loan. So basically I put this money in to create the policy and that's what I did. And then I can take a loan to pull that money out, a certain percentage of that money. And Tom, you can probably get into details on that, but I pull out a certain percentage. So let's just call it $100,000 for ease of math. And- That $100,000 that I pull out, I can go use on anything that I want. I can use it in my business. I can loan it to somebody else. I can invest in an apartment building. I can buy a rental house. I can, uh, I, can, I can use it to buy a new car. I can use it to buy a house. I can use it as a down payment. There's no restrictions like an IRA or 401k policy that I can't use it for myself or my, my parents or my kids or my spouse. I can use it anywhere I want. And that's the thing that I loved about it. So now I take this $100,000 loan out I'm paying some fixed interest rate on this loan, just like I would um, on my HELOC or if I could took a loan from the bank, but I'm borrowing my own money. It's my money that I'm borrowing. And then I go put it into a deal. So let's just say for me, I put it into a hard money loan at 15% interest. And let's just say for ease of math, that my, my interest rate is 5% back to the, um, back to the, the company who is uh, the life insurance company, right? So I'm paying 5%, they're getting 5% back to them. And I'm getting 15%. That sounds pretty good to me. Like I'm making some serious return and um, we don't, we're we not gonna do the calculator on the math, but it's hundreds of percent return, not 10%, <laughs> right? And yeah. then also I'm getting a dividend. So correct me if I'm wrong. I'm getting a dividend of all of my money, including the $100,000 that I have a loan out. So that life insurance company is also paying me a dividend for that money that I have borrowed, which would never happen from a bank, would never happen from your... Um, your HELOC, when I borrow money from my HELOC, I'm paying interest and nobody else is paying me any money on the money that I have out, right? So I'm getting getting the 15% interest and I'm getting the dividend from the life insurance company and all I have to pay is that fixed interest
2: rate back to the life insurance company. Do I have that right? Here, here's the only part that you have wrong on that. It was a fantastic, fantastically well done, except for there's one element that is incorrect. And I think that this clears it up for people is that you're not borrowing your own money out of the policy. You are collateralizing a loan against your money and that's why your money continues to grow in there, right? Your money never leaves. You're borrowing the insurance company's money, right? From their cash reserves, and your money stays in the policy. They pay a dividend on your money that's still in the policy, even though they give you money to use and do whatever you want. And that loan privilege is guaranteed, right? In other words, this whole thing, they cannot say, oh, you don't qualify for that bill. Or they cannot say, show me any financial documentation to make sure that you can get this loan. No, it's 100% contractually guaranteed that you have the privilege because it's kind of like your own privatized bank. Really, that's what it it comes down to. Um, One of the things that is different than a HELOC as well is that with a HELOC, if you took a $100,000 loan from a HELOC, you would have to pay interest only every month, correct? There's just no way because the bank is in control of that money and they want their interest. With this life insurance loan, one of the things that real estate investors, especially flippers in particular love, is that if you took a loan for $100,000 for eight months, there's no required interest only payments. So after eight months, you could, when your deal sells, and you've, you've fixed up the house and sold it, then you can pay back the entire loan with whatever accrued interest that it has all at once without stressing out about having to make a minimum interest only payment. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I've done it yeah.
0: multiple times. I You've done that. it multiple
2: I like it. times. I just wanted to I just wanted to clarify that one element of the fact that you're not taking your own money. That's yeah. That's, so that's, I mean
0: it's a totally different way of thinking about it, right? Just the fact that it's yeah. collateralized, it's 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 their money. And yes, so if you think about that, that means all of your money is making that dividend all the time. So just think about that. And like yeah. I guess if I was listening to this for the first time, and I was, it's just a few years ago, probably four or five years ago, going. This sounds too good to be true. Like what, and before we even move off of that, even if you have a HELOC, like I have a HELOC, and my old HELOC with Navy Federal, it wasn't only interest-only payments. It was, uh, it was um, actually amortized payments that I had to pay back. So they were large payments right. back on my HELOC when I had that one. Uh, the yeah. one that I have now on my house, it is interest-only, which is great, but it is still a fixed payment that I have to make. And yes. I love the fact that I can, here's, here's the benefits for me as a flipper, a, a lender, all the things that I do with mine. Um, number one, I can, um, I can do whatever I want with it. So I don't have to have any disqualified uh, people, disqualified transactions, any risk of like blowing up my IRA or 401k with making a mistake. Uh, number two, I can structure the payback, uh, structure however I want. Um, yeah. number three, I can get money pretty fast. Like I can get it in and out of the policy pretty fast. And maybe we'll talk about that. I've got, I'm like listing out some questions that people have. Uh, but the okay. first one is like, It sounds too good to be true. Like, why would
2: an insurance company do this? That's a good question, Bill. So it's just because they know, insurance companies know one little secret that um, I think that most people forget. And that is, is that everybody dies, (laughs) okay? I hate to say it like that, but at some point they're gonna get their money back, right? And the, the way that this works is that, all of these loans will get paid back someday so they're not worried about it, right? And because they're guaranteeing the payout to your, whoever your beneficiaries are and this loan will just get paid off prior to that being paid out. So that's why you have the guaranteed access is because it's based on this, they call it a face value of your contract. In your case, $5 million face value they're guaranteeing that they're going to pay somebody five million right and so it, they, the money's there it's just that you know if you have a loan that for some reason you don't pay back it's going to be reduced by whatever that loan is so you know it, it all makes sense when you look at under the curtain what's really going on and it's just that they are a very very safe place to store money and they do conservative investments and they're making money by investing all of that money and then they're letting you use some of their money if you need it for whatever you want to use it for. I mean, it's really not that complicated. Um, It's kind of like, you know, back to the HELOC thing. When you have a house and you have a $500,000 house and you only owe 300, the bank is pretty sure that they can give you a HELOC because they know hey, if worst comes to worst, we can always get the house, right? But that's one of the dangers of a HELOC is if the housing economy goes down, the housing market goes down, those things can get frozen quite frequently if they're in second position. So you cannot get your line of credit frozen with a life insurance company. Um, I have a HELOC and a life insurance line of credit and I kind of balance them out. I do both strategies and they're both very viable because one of them I can put money in whenever I make it and the other one you can only put money in once a year. That's one of the limitations of the whole life policy is is that you have a set amount of money that you're allowed to put in once a year and you can't exceed the maximum or else you will cause what's called a modified endowment contract, not to get too technical but what that means is that you lose your tax advantages. Because the other really amazing thing of this is that the internal growth in the policy is tax advantaged. You never have to worry about paying tax on the buildup if you do it correctly. So, and of course, I work with people to structure that exactly right.
0: Yeah, each of these policies are kind of like hand done by Tom, right? So if you you came to me and asked me like, well, how much did you put in up front and how much do you pay every year? And what does your structure look like? Mine's going to look different than every single other person walking this earth primarily yeah. because you're going to go, you're going to do, uh, get blood taken. They're going to t- look at your height and weight and look at uh, kind of your your history and all that stuff. And Tom's going to talk to you about the structure and your age and your sex uh, or your gender and all of that stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, that's, yes. that's an important piece of it is it's very personalized. So um, I yeah. encourage you at the end, we'll give Tom's information. I encourage you to reach out, set up an appointment with him. And like I said in the beginning, the coolest thing about Tom is He's there to help, and even if it's just a call to understand the concept, the structure, what it is, how it can benefit you, it's all about you. It's not about, uh, let me make the sale. In fact, I tell this story a lot. Is like I was ready to go when Tom had my policy. I went into his office, and I'm the kind of guy who's just like, give me the policy, let me sign, I got other things to do. And he really wanted to talk me through it, lay it out. It was like an hour conversation. I was like, look, man, I'm sold. Just If we knew each other better, I would have been like, Tom, just give me the thing, I'll write the check, let me sign my name but I we were just getting to know each other. And he really spent the time to kind of make sure that I didn't have any questions, make sure that I understood it before I signed, make sure that he, that I knew that he had uh, my best interests at heart. And I really appreciate that. So it, you guys yeah, are going to get the same service that I get. That's the only reason that I would bring uh, somebody on the podcast to talk about this is number one, it is one of the like top strategies that I'm using right now to explode my net worth. Number two, Tom's just the guy. Like if anybody needs to know this, I send them directly to him. So, okay. We've, we understand the kind of concept, what you can do with it, things like that. Um, the, the thing that I love uh, about, about all of this is that like right now I have, I have loans out on my policy and Lucy's policy and we're using it. We're lending out on it. We're doing some apartment buildings. We're doing lots of different things with it. And I can basically just use that money wherever I want. Now um, there is a like there is a mindset that I had to get over in the beginning of, I don't have access to all of my money right up front. And there is probably a time where there's a tipping point where yeah. I actually have to consistently make this investment. So that's probably yeah. an objection that a lot of people have is like, this is a, a little bit more of an investment than you would make in term. It's annual. I have to always make it. And at yeah. some point, like I have to commit to this long term. Do you hear that a lot? And then what's the answer to that?
2: Well, there's several things, Bill. Yes, I do hear that. So you do not have access to all of your money right away. The only financial product that gives you access to $100,000 if you deposit $100,000 is a savings account. And it doesn't have any other advantages other than that liquidity, meaning you can get back what you put in right away. But this, this thing, because it has compounding growth on your money, ultimately far exceeds the rate of return of a savings account. And it's the same level of risk or less because insurance companies don't participate in fractional reserve lending. So ultimately, Bill, at a year, around year eight, all of the money is typically available in the policy that you ever put in. And then starting year nine, every penny that you put in because of the compounding, it ends up being you have way more access to money than you put in. And then eventually you have like two and, you know, two and a half times what you put in because of the compounding growth on the money all along. And I will say one other thing. Year four is usually when it starts to feel like a bank trans- transfer from like a checking account to a savings account. Because if you were putting in 50 grand, you would probably in year four have more than $50,000 available that of the, of the 50 you just put in. So you're only net negative in the first few years. Year four, you start being net positive on how much money you're depositing every year. And then from a cumulative perspective, you start being net positive around year eight. So it is a long-term commitment. And the reason that it is like that, Bill, is because you're also getting life insurance as well. But if you put in, just make a round number, if you put in $200,000 and you got $5 million of life insurance and you have $200,000 that you can get a loan for immediately because it's sitting in there as your money, then eventually it just doesn't, it, making those, those annual contributions don't, does not feel painful at all because you're getting access to more money than you're putting in. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And the reason I ask that is, I, number one, I want to tie it back to the tax-free growth because at your eight, yeah. you, you, you're nine, you're 10, you're 12, you're 20, you're seeing yes. all of this money build up in this policy and it's growing with a dividend and yep. it's being compounded and you have access to it. So yes. it's almost like, and you can pull it out and use it. Now you're going to pay taxes on the gains that you make with it, right? Outside the policy, but inside the yep. policy, that thing is you're tapping into basically money that's growing. I, I, would, I won't say tax-free, but it's growing. You're not paying taxes on that growth inside of that policy. And then you could tap right. into it and grab it. So what? it's almost like, um, it's, it's really amazing to me to see that. And mine was around year seven, between year seven and year eight. So I ran yeah. the numbers and I knew that, yes, I was going to lose some access to that money that I put in now, but this is a long-term commitment. And we also mentioned why the insurance companies would do this. Because let's just say you're four, you decide that, hey, I don't want to do this anymore, like some people might do, and you cut and you take the cash value of that policy, then the life insurance company gets to keep some of that money at some point. Like you just say, hey, I'm out. Now, I, I don't want to, like, I realize, Tom, this could go down like multiple rabbit holes. You could actually <laughs> like keep a certain amount of, uh, of money and never pay that again. You could actually yeah. like cut bait and run and say, I don't want to deal with this anymore. But yeah. for me, it's, it was a long-term investment, a decision that I made. And the cool part is, like you said, the biggest aha moment for me was this thing's going to grow inside of there. I can get access to most of it. I didn't need it all at that time. So I looked at the amount of the difference between what I put in and what I could borrow back right away. And I did. I put it in and then I borrowed everything that I could right back. So yeah. I lost you know, a certain amount of money there. And that was, t- I didn't lose it. It's just tied up in the policy. And it's that long-term decision that I made. I didn't need it. That was the investment basically because I got most of my right. money back. Right. And then I also, I was, you know, if anything happened to me, I have a $5 million insurance policy that I didn't have before, which right. is huge. Like how huge is that for me and the confidence that I have in my family and where we're going, especially as I'm building my business. Like I'm growing my business, I'm building it up. And now I have a $5 million life insurance policy on myself. It was crazy. And so- but for me, like I'm getting close to that seven-year mark. I'm excited to, to hit that and start seeing the just insane growth that starts happening. And when you start yep. looking at some of these charts, guys, um, like my son's going to be a millionaire by the time he's like 30, I think, like one yeah. of them 30, like, yeah. and yeah. he's going to be able to buy a house in his, in his 20s and stuff and, or get a car when he turns 16 uh, or those and borrow it, like get the loan on the car himself not have to go to a bank, get the loan on the car himself, pay back that loan, learn how to use it. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's incredibly powerful and a teaching tool for our kids and our family. And and then you can start building out, this is how you create kind of legacy wealth. I can start building that out and and when someone passes away, the money goes back into a trust that then buys policies on the grandkids and the grandkids of their kids and their kids. And you can start creating kind of this financial fortress based on uh, things like this. And a lot of people have. You know, I, When I read about the Rockefellers and what they did, um, it was really cool to see that this is, what, this is what really wealthy people do. And when we follow the yes. wealthy people, then that's how we, uh, we get to that, that next step. So um, I'm, I, this is exciting for me. I could talk about this all day. Um, <laughs> so Tom, like, what are, So that's an objection. People are saying, okay, well, I have to pay. The other thing is, what I love is that I can take a loan off of my policy to make that annual payment if I need to also. So I can actually yes. borrow money for my policy to make the payment if I'm, I'm in a tough situation that year, or I mean, this
2: is my money, that I can yes. just go make that payment the next year or the year after. 100%, Bill, you can do whatever you want with it. So if you get into a tight spot, you can just use your own collateralized cash value to make a year's payment and take a whole year off. And another thing that is not very well um, understood by a lot of folks is that you're not making a lifetime commitment to make payments. The way that I typically design these policies is being able to allow you to put in new money through your retirement age. So that's usually around age 67 as people's full retirement age. However, if you wanted to stop paying altogether, stop putting in any new money, you could do that after about eight years. Now, the internal cash value is still gonna grow and compound, but what's gonna happen is your face value of the policy is gonna be reduced. They call that a reduced paid up election. So your $5 million policy would maybe go down to 3 million, but you would have no more funding requirements, no more premiums, no nothing, and then you could still use the money to do the whole banking thing that you've been doing. But obviously, that cuts or limits the overall growth of the policy when you stop funding it, but it uh, it just gives you the option. So it's not like a lifetime going. Oh my gosh, how am I going to keep putting money in over the next twenty five years? You don't have to stress about it. We we'll, we will work with you if things get tighter. You have a financial change in the future. Does that make sense? Absolutely, because you know the the way
0: that I look at it is you know I'm I'm gonna. I'm I'm making these payments each year, and I actually you mentioned that uh, the, that mech piece. Like I okay. want to put my money in there. I want yes. more money in there at that point. Like yeah. they're actually the 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 life insurance company is actually saying there is a limit that you can put in here. Like you can't yes. put an extra hundred thousand dollars in this year because that's what we want. We want that money to go in and grow and compound. So you should actually enjoy making your payment. Like I actually enjoy every year putting that money in there because that's allowing that policy to continue to grow. So I know that every year, as I put more money in there, it's almost like making that deposit. You use that term in the beginning, is that you can only make a deposit once a year, where in other places you can make multiple deposits. Because it's, you have to think of it that way. Like you are creating your own bank. Like what if you could create your own bank? And you can, It's, it's a really cool concept. And once you understand it, it will change. The financial future of your family and there's so many people that I feel are like um, are just not taking the time to understand it, not not speaking to the right person um, are so hard-headed to think that this is not the, not the right way or they know better like I, I actually I was there like I like i'm I'm speaking to myself five six years ago I basically ever since uh, two thousand and two when someone came to me with whole life insurance for $250,000, a $250,000 whole life policy where I was right. paying in like $550 a month to it. I, I was just doing the math going, this makes absolutely no financial sense. Like, why would I do that? And when I retired, $250,000 is like nothing. Well, I have a $5 million life insurance policy now. And I'm pretty sure that $5 million, uh, I don't know, to, to my family is a pretty big thing right now if I yeah. pass away now or in the next 10 or 20 years. That's a huge number for us as a family. And, um, and it is also growing and building. And uh, over time, we'll get to a place where we can tap in to grab all of our money and then some to use on the outside as well. So a totally different strategy. So don't think of it as, as whole life, think of it as a whole different concept of building your own bank and this infinite banking concept. Um, I mean, we, we could talk so much about this. What I wanted to do is I wanted to give people, hopefully an epiphany, an aha today, to say that you know, you can, you, there's a strategy out there you might not have even known about. It's, um, it's incredibly powerful. There's so many things, in, especially as a real estate investor that you can do. So mm-hmm. who is this for? Like who, who is the person that you think that's listening to this and say, like, I need to talk to Tom right now. Like who is this for? And then who is this not for potentially?
2: Well, okay, so Bill, if you are looking for places to put money, like for example, a lot of the flipping community has quite a bit of money, but they have to have it saved somewhere that they can get instant access to it. So one of the things I see all the time is that people put money into like a savings account, sometimes to the tune of hundreds of thousands of dollars, where they're just waiting for that next deal to come along or waiting because they need to have access to it immediately. And having that liquidity sort of trumps everything. So this could be. A great place for those folks to as an alternative place to save money that gives them um, you know access to it but doesn't interrupt the compound growth on the money. So that's one thing. If you're just starting out, Bill, and you have a new family, another thing we can do is just give you the option to do this strategy in the future. and I do that with a convertible term policy. So you don't have to have hundreds of thousands of dollars sitting in a bank account either. You could just be getting started and saying, you know what, I need to be protected and I need to guarantee or lock my health in right now when I'm younger. So that's another thing I do to help people is just give them the option to purchase this in the future um, by locking in their health and getting them life insurance now. So that's another kind of a strategy that I do. Um, Another person that this is, I would say not for, this is the one thing, Bill, that you need to know, is it's all based on your ability to qualify. And your qualification is based on two things. Your health is one big thing, and then your income. So however much you make determines how much life insurance you can purchase. And however healthy you are determines how much it's going to cost. So the healthier you you are, the better you're off. And if you are, my average client age is in the mid-30s to mid-50s. It becomes more difficult to do this strategy as you approach mid-60s because you just don't have that much time to save. And as an older person, the cost of insurance in your mid-60s is going to be so high that overcoming that is going to be difficult it's going to take probably you know until you retire at least before that that would be even broke you've even broke even so i would say mid 30s to mid 50s ideally with an income of 150 plus but i can work with anybody that just wants to lock in their health you know um and i you know I'm, i'm happy to help any way i can i just need to uh, analyze everybody 's situation differently, you know it's, everybody has a different qualification
0: so one thing that i, I we kind of I feel like was glossed over a little bit that is incredibly powerful is this term conversion so okay. what Tom just said was if you 're young and you 're healthy and you might want to do this strategy in the future, you can actually get a term policy and you can lock in your health, your rate for all that stuff for this whole life policy for the future. And do I understand that right? And they can actually convert it five years, six years down, locking in the
2: health today? So Bill, there's one, I have a company that I can do a 20 year conversion lock-in, which means that you have 20 years to decide to switch. So if you locked in at age 20, you would have all the way till 40, you know? And the other thing that's cool about the term conversion is, is that let's just say you bought a $2 million policy at age 22, you could convert one million of it at age 27 and then another million of it at age 35 you don't have to do it all at once and so you can do it in a staged conversion process and it really is a powerful way to guarantee that you can do this because i hate to say it man but i see people all the time um, that think that their health is never going to change and then six months later, they get some news that m- makes it so that they really don't qualify for insurance anymore. I mean, I, you would think it's pretty rare, but it's really not. Um, and so, and so
0: that, that, if, if that happens, let's say six months later, they get this diagnosis, this horrible phone call, um, they can still convert even five
2: years after with that? Oh, yes. Once you've locked in your conversion privilege, it doesn't matter what your health is. They don't even check it again. Okay, That's so every crazy. single
0: person that listens to this right now should go talk to Tom <laughs> about this. Because look, it, you're going to get term policy anyway. And if you don't have term or any life insurance, you absolutely should. That's a whole nother podcast, a whole nother conversation that I would have with you <laughs> on a financial yeah. planning. But um, if, you, if you can't afford necessarily to do the annual payments for a whole life policy, you can lock in a term policy right now and if six months from now you get that diagnosis or something happens, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, right. this is, this is uh, very timely. We have some uh, some friends of ours, some people like I, a lot of people that have been getting sick and having different things that are happening. We have uh, a really close friend of mine who lost his brother. I just found out last night, just incredible yeah. things, like unbelievable sat, 44 years old sat like things that are happening out there. And um, it's, I don't know, last night I was in tears talking to him, And uh, can you just imagine that four years from now, I'm 40 years old. Four years from now, that um, I pass away, and my family uh, is—we—we don't have life insurance. We don't have anything. Like, what's that like? You know? So go do it. Um, You know, uh, come talk to Tom. Get that term policy. Lock it in. Look at the conversion. If this is something that you're interested in doing, even if not, he can help you with the term policy. Like, really, it's probably not your specialty, but like, have the conversation. See where you are, and and he'll he'll help you. I know that. So. Um, yeah. One thing that I want to mention before um, is what to look out for for um, for other people. Like I, I brought you on the podcast for a reason. There's a lot of people out there that are pushing this stuff. Like, what are some red flags if people are talking to someone that somebody who's talking about this infinite banking concept? It's it's as it becomes more popular, it seems like a lot of people that don't know what they're doing are selling it. Um, yeah. So what should they look out for?
2: Well, for one thing, guys, please, I caution you not to Google the term on face on, on, on the internet and then start watching a bunch of videos, because there's all manner of, of people out there that have just about a 50% grasp of what it is, and they say wrong things all the time that does nothing but confuse people. Um, I had somebody the other day ask me, hey, what is investment-grade life insurance? Is this investment-grade life insurance? And I'm like, where did you hear that term? Well, I found it on Google. Well, the truth is that that's a made-up term. There is no such thing as investment-grade life insurance. And they were basically just lying. I mean, I could not believe some of the stuff they told this person that investment-grade life insurance was. Well, when you make up the term, then you can make up everything else about it. And so the whole thing, you know, there's a lot of unfortunate, unfortunately, there's just a lot of misinformation. So in order to combat that bill, what I've done is created my own kind of training course um, that people can sign up for and watch tons of videos. But I don't put my videos on YouTube, okay? The reason I don't do that is strictly because I don't want to drag in people that are from every place I would rather have people that somehow I know from a connection such as yourself or some community that I'm involved in because I just feel like that it works a lot better that way so I keep my training private and it's not hard to get access to it though we're going to explain how to do that in a minute but um, I would recommend watching my videos to learn more and for you know, I I can't give this out to kind of everybody on planet Earth. But for like the first, I'd say, let, let's go with the first 25 people that book a call with me, I will send them an awesome book called The Case for IBC. It is absolutely amazing. Um, written by a PhD Austrian economist and a business analyst. And it does go over how this works for business owners. So I'm going to make that kind of offer on this podcast today because I think it's a really important thing for people who really wanna learn more um, about this. And to get access to my training videos, just go to my website, which is stressfreeplanning.com forward slash FHL. And one of the cool things about that, FHL stands for Flip Hacking Live. I am so excited about Flip Hacking Live this year, Bill. I can't tell you, I absolutely loved it last year. And at that web address, you guys will see that video that Bill and I did from the stage last year at Flip Hacking Live. So you can go there and watch that. And then if you like what you hear and like what you see, you can put your name and email in to get access to a ton of other great training videos.
1: Okay, so go to stressfreeplanning.com
0: stress slash FHL. Uh, I can't talk yes. today. <laughs> stressfreeplanning.com slash FHL. And if, if you're one of the first 25 people to- you know, sign up there, get access to the videos, book a time with Tom. He'll send you this book, The Case for IBC. Tom, yeah. this is the book that you handed to me probably four years ago that yes. changed everything for me. I read through it and I was like, whoa, this is, it really opened my eyes. It explained it uh, really well for me. And that's when, that's when I said, all right, let's go. I'm ready. Uh, I, I wish, I, all looking back, I'm like, I wish that we met earlier. I started this when I was a little bit younger. Um, it's interesting because my wife's policy, and Tom talks about like locking it in early when you look at my age and look at my wife's age, my wife is six, six years younger than me, and we pay a lot less for her policy. Now, she's a woman. Um, we are both in the same kind of tier of health, but she's yeah. six years younger and she's a female. It is significantly less on an annual basis, just mm-hmm. be probably likely because of a lot of that, the age piece. And yeah. actuaries do all kinds of things. They run the numbers, all that stuff. But, I mean, if you're young right now and... Uh, I'll, it's like when's the best time to plant a tree, right? when's the best time to get your policy? like right now is the best time to get your policy. don't wait absolutely. Um, I really think it's 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 an amazing concept. it's an amazing structure. Um, if you really want to build this financial fortress. Um, this is one of those tools that I use. and Tom talked about YouTube. My plan is I'm going to go to YouTube and I'm going to share some of the ways that I use this strategy and things like that. I'm going to start talking about it more. I'm going to start teaching some of like not necessarily about the internal uh, side of it, but more of like on the financial side, how can you use this tool to better your finances? And what are some of the ways that I use it and kind of follow along with some of my journey, maybe some of my loans, maybe some of the ways that I'm using the policy personally. Um, but we, don't, we just don't have enough time to d- dive into all of that stuff here. So if you guys are interested in that, and you'd like to see some of that stuff, or you have more questions for me or Tom about how I use my policy or how Tom uh, structures, these things, you can go to our Facebook group, that seven figure house living and wholesaling group, ask some questions in there. Tom's in there. I tag him there a lot. I am constantly, it's a free Facebook group. You can just sign up, um, and ask some questions and let me know what kind of videos you want me to make. I'm, I'm looking for like, what are the questions you guys are asking? What kind of information do you want? How much more of this do you want to see? And the other cool part is Flip Packing Live this year is virtual. So Tom is going to be there at Flip Hacking Live and he's going to be on the virtual stage with me again this year, um, talking about it. And you're going to share a deal that you did uh, recently yes. with your policy, right? Yes, so, I'm
2: excited to share that at Flip Hacking Live, Bill.
0: So Tom's going to talk about a really cool deal that he structured, a private lending deal with his policy. So Tom doesn't only like uh, help other people set these things up, he uses this. And that was a big piece for me too. Um, yeah. When I work with somebody, I want to... and. Not anybody gets time on the Flip Hacking Live stage. Uh, only people that I work with, people that I know, like, and trust, and people that I do business with on a regular basis. So I'm not just you know, recommending people just because they're paying me, they're structuring it. Believe me, I've tried to get a, figure out how to get affiliate commission from Tom and get paid to send referrals <laughs> and all this stuff. It just doesn't work that way in his world. And, uh, and frankly, uh, I love sending people to Tom because they, they call me afterwards and say, hey, I really appreciate this. This is going to change the future. And it's not about getting paid. It's about making sure that we're helping each other. So uh, I'm excited about Tom's going to be at Flip Hacking Live. And we have breakout sessions with some of the folks like the sponsors and exhibitors and things. So really cool stuff that he's able to do is he'll be able to jump into a Zoom room with you guys and answer your direct questions, your one-on-one questions. Or you can also just eavesdrop on what he's recommending to somebody else or the conversation that he's having. Or he could, he could even pull up a policy and show you through it and do lots of different things this year virtually. It's really cool mm-hmm. the way that we have this set up. And we have probably five different times, breakout sessions and structures where you can actually jump into a room with Tom and have a conversation with him and a, and a few other people, just like you would be at a, at a virtual booth. So really yes. cool stuff that we can do. Um, we'll have some downloads for you. We'll have Tom structuring his private... Uh, a private lending deal, all that stuff. So um, you can go to fliphackinglive.com and grab your ticket and go to stressfreeplanning.com slash FHL. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, we'll put it, you know, a link everywhere. We'll put it in the email that you get and all that stuff. And um, and then go grab a time, book a time with him. Um, it's, this is important. It really is. I wouldn't, believe me, um, I would say uh, like episodes of, of the 7 Figure Flipping podcast right now before flip packing live are so so important this is like this is like this is like park place in monopoly right this is the <laughs> this is like the 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 toughest spot to get on the podcast and really try because we're 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 trying to get you guys to come to the event we're trying to get you guys to buy tickets i'm i'm bringing on presenters i'm bringing on things but this this is so important that i don't want to wait to get this information out to you guys i don't want you to wait to book a time don't wait for flip packing live to book a time with tom Uh, grab some of that time because he's going to be booked up heavy afterwards. So, uh, and you know that. So don't wait. Uh, We're going to release this right away. Go to his link and and sign up and attend Flip Hacking Live. See how we use this. See how we structure our concepts. You can ask him questions. You can jump in. And this is just one of the things that we're going to be presenting to you there um, at that event, October 15th, 16th and 17th. So if you don't have your tickets, go to fliphackinglive.com and grab your tickets. Uh, Tom, we could probably talk for another hour on this stuff. Every time we talk, it's, it's like, I can't believe the time went by so yeah. fast. Um, but I think, we, I think we, I hope that we changed the, the mindset of a lot of people here. The fact that this yes. is an unbelievable financial tool to build their, their foundation and their network, a uh, long-term strategy for them and their family. And it's I, I appreciate you so much. You've come in my life and you've made a huge difference. Um, I don't know that I tell you enough, but I really do thank you. And I know that our community thanks you because the people who have taken you up on that that call, that information, those videos, like they're changing their financial future for their family. And um, those who haven't, um, they're just like one or two steps behind and hopefully they will. And maybe this podcast will
2: give them the boost that they need to do that. Thank you, Bill. I appreciate you as well. And thank you guys. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast today.
0: Yeah, I had fun. And uh, I'm excited to see all the the people in your booth at Flip Hacking Live and, and your response afterwards. Because... And you're, you're changing people's lives. So I appreciate it. Thanks, Tom. I'll see you. And everybody's listening. Go to fliphackinglive.com, grab your tickets. I'll see you in a couple of weeks, like three weeks from today. It's crazy. So um, I will see you there.
1: Hey, it's Bill again. And I want to personally invite you to our biggest event of the year Flip Hacking Live. If you could copy the exact deal sources, marketing strategies, negotiation tactics, and business systems of the most successful house flippers and wholesalers in the nation, how would that change your business? Flip Hacking Live is a three-day event that we do just once per year, and it's happening October 15th through the 17th. We bring in the nation's top wholesalers and house slippers to walk you through everything they're doing, how they're marketing directly to sellers, how they're picking up discounted off-market properties, how they're doubling their close ratio with the right negotiation tactics, how they're raising millions of dollars in private money, the things they're doing that other investors aren't doing, all of it. These are the guys and gals who are actively doing deals at a high volume in today's market all across the country. You get their full attention for three days. They have agreed to hold nothing back and you'll be right there with them so you can ask questions and get clarification on anything that you need. This is your chance to hack the nation's top flippers and wholesalers and ethically steal their exact strategies and systems. All you have to do is take notes, ask questions and apply what you learn. But first, you need to get a ticket. We've sold out every year and ticket prices go up every few months. So go to FlipHackingLive.com right now and get your tickets today. FlipHackingLive.com, October 15th through the 17th. This is an event that you cannot afford to miss.